2: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
3: Hi, before we get into the show, a super quick reminder. When you leave ratings and reviews for our show, it helps us so much. Even if you don't feel like writing out a review, if you just push those stars buttons, give us a strong review, it helps other people find us. And that is so good
0: for us. Thank you so much for all of your support.
3: Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we
1: think more people should know about. I'm Claire Meser. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to athingor2hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will get you weekly access to members-only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at
3: 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. We have
1: a glorious guest thingies episode ahead of us with Ellen Van Dusen of Dusen mm-hmm. Dusen. You all know who that is, but we will, yeah. <laughs> we'll tee it up in a minute. But in the meantime, first. We're billing this as like advice from old white men. Is that yeah. famous <laughs> old white men? Yeah. yeah. Advice on creativity
3: the- from famous old white men. Famously creative old white men.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. This is sort of a follow-up to our stroll, don't scroll, organized, Mm -hmm. whimsy conversation Mm -hmm. about just how to make space and room for creativity and create fuel for it and all of those things. Well, and
3: specifically on the topic of like not hemming yourself into one creative pursuit or sort of putting yourself in a box, right? And not, yeah, not saying like, I am a, painter. So I only paint or I am a dancer. And so I only dance, but being
1: a mm multi-hyphenate, just like being a a multi-hyphenate, which brings me to something you want to share of multi-hyphenate. I wasn't aware of.
3: Well, I was trying to think of this when we were recording that episode and I thought it was like, it it came to me in the moment and I couldn't remember who the aging rock star was that did this, but it turns out it's Rod Stewart has for like 23 years worked on Uh an incredibly involved, massive model railway. It came to the public's attention when he was the cover star for Railway Modeler magazine
1: in 2017. I was wondering what's the term because (laughs) for the multi-hyphenate, I guess it's rocker slash railway modeler.
3: Yeah, slash knight. Yeah, because he's actually Sir
1: Rod
3: Rod Stewart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Slash knight. But that's like has less day-to-day duties, I feel. (laughs) I think you're probably right. I don't know. (laughs) To be honest, I'm just not sure what you're
3: taking on when you accept the role of knight. When you kneel Fair. for that, I Fair. don't know what you're getting into. am I into. kidding? Neither yeah. do I. <laughs> but yeah, so so he's been, it's a, it's a U.S. city. Interesting, because he's famously British. But he unveiled it as part of an interview with Railway Modeler magazine. And then, I guess, this man, Jeremy Vine, who has a BBC Radio 2 show, s- talked about it and suggested that he had not built it himself. And Rod Stewart called into Jeremy Vine's radio show. Show to rebuff this and defend himself. And he said, I would say 90% of it, I built it myself. The only thing I wasn't very good at and still am not is the electrical. So I had someone else do that,
1: which feels to me like a completely separate undertaking. I agree. And I don't
3: think anybody can fault him for that. I love that he did 90% of it himself. By the way, he has released 13 studio albums and been on 19 tours during the time it took him to build the city, which is modeled on both New York and Chicago around 1945. He did it all while on tour. He would travel with it and request an extra room for his construction in his hotels. He said we would tell them in advance and they were really accommodating taking out the beds and providing fans to improve air circulation and
1: ventilation. Because you're like gluing shit together in a hotel room. (laughs)
3: But I also just love that that like rock stars are famously demanding and famously awful towards hotels and like wreck hotel rooms and Rod Stewart was like I will need you to dismantle your hotel room for me, but not so that I can party, but so that I can put my model railway station
1: in here. (laughs) It's remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. He's
3: really committed to it. He says in one of the interviews that he's like prouder to get press for his railway than he is for being a rock star, which I think he can only say because he's accomplished. He's gotten all the press. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a little unfair of him to make that claim, but I did love that he took it so seriously. That he was like I mean,
1: I guess he's probably gotten all the press he's gonna that you could get for being a railway modeler too, because he was on the cover <laughs> of the magazine.
3: That's right. Huge. I wonder what that looked like for his press team. Was he like, did he tell them, I would like to get some press around this? Could you
1: pitch it out? Did railway modeler approach him? Right, 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 right. Does he have <laughs> a different press team that works on the <laughs> railway projects? another great question.
3: I was just very inspired by it. I was like, I love that your creative passion extends in these many directions and that you are so committed to all of them.
1: My tidbit to share Mm -hmm. is from an Austin Butler cover story in GQ. Mm -hmm. Um, And Austin Butler is the star of the the Elvis movie, which I have not seen and like don't Mm -hmm. honestly have that much interest in seeing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I've just been reading like a cover story about any gen -er Mm Zier that comes up Mm because I'm like what's your deal? Like I feel like I need to understand you and I just don't Uh and I was taken with this character but specifically this little moment he explained an interaction with Tom Hanks everyone's like favorite creative elder statesman and so he basically was like you know he's in this big role for the first time right? Mm -hmm. Austin Butler and he's like really getting into this character and he's very overwhelmed by it and it's just like so intense and so hardcore and like what do you like how like how do you stay in this world that is like just so stressful and full of panic as he's playing Elvis Presley. And so he asks Tom Hanks for advice on how he's managed to keep his sanity over the decades. And Tom Hanks tells him, every day I try to read something that has nothing to do with the job I'm doing. Great advice. That's just great advice for all of us. Yes. That's just great advice for all of us. And I yeah. like that
3: that Austin remembered it. He was like, yeah. it's a good piece of advice. It feels very <laughs> actionable. It 1000% very actionable. I have always been kind of charmed by Austin Butler. I wasn't aware of any of his work until Elvis came out. But in probably like 2015 or something, I was, I must have been going to a doctor's appointment or something. I was in a subway state at West Forth in the middle of the day and it was pretty empty because it was the middle of the day, middle of the weekday. And he and Vanessa Hudgens came like, racing into the train station. Like, I think they must have been escaping paparazzi or something. They were so into each other and so in love and cute and flirtatious. And I also, like, am not a huge fan of Vanessa Hudgens, but I was extremely charmed by their young love. It it felt very real when I witnessed it in the subway station.
1: Okay. I buy this. I like this. Yeah. No,
3: I I always wonder if any of these things are real, but that I've always known was a real relationship because they seemed super into each other. I love that this is vetted. Mm -hmm. This is vetted. I mean, you know, it's no longer he's with
1: Kaya Gerber now, right? Who who gets all the hot dudes like Jacob Bellorti? I do kind of trust. I do kind of trust Kaya's taste for the most. She was with Pete Davidson. Okay, no, you're right. Yeah,
3: but I do. I mean, Jacob Bellorti, ten out of ten.
1: This Austin Butler
3: character, pretty handsome. You know, she's she's doing better now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone makes mistakes. I also think for the most part,
3: that's right. I also think her parents seem to like keep. Keep her under their watchful eye because so, they were upset They're about gra- their grounding forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were upset about Pete.
1: So yeah, <laughs> appropriately. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Thank you so much to HelloFresh for sponsoring today's episode. If you have a packed schedule this fall, HelloFresh has your meals covered. With a weekly selection of over 30 recipes and over 70 convenience items all delivered to your door, it's here to make your hectic fall weeknights a little easier and a lot more delicious. They have quick and easy meals, including 20-minute meals, low prep, and easy cleanup options, and take the stress out of mealtime with time-saving, no-fuss recipes ready in a snap. You can enjoy the freshest fall flavors because HelloFresh recipes include ripe, just-picked produce that travels from the farm to your door in less than a week. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That is why it is America's number one meal kit. They work with your schedule. Plans are flexible, and you can change your meal preferences, update your delivery day, and even change your address with just a few taps on the HelloFresh app. There's also always something new on the menu. From family-friendly to veggie recipes, there's something to please everyone, and you can easily customize your meals with Hello Custom by swapping proteins or sides, upgrading to choice proteins, or even adding a protein to a veggie meal. It's never been easier to eat your way. Go to hellofresh.com slash a thing or two and use code a thing or two for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash a thing or two sixty-five and use code a thing or two sixty-five for sixty-five percent off plus free shipping. Hellofresh.com slash a thing or two sixty-five and use code a thing or two sixty-five. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. We were just talking
3: recently about how the actual beginning of the year is in September. Like that's the start of a new year. January, I'm sorry your loss but it's actually September's job to be the thing that makes you just deal with your stuff. And I do feel like it's that thing where all summer long you just kind of let your routines go, you let some problems fester, you got your issues that you just kind of keep like you're not dealing with or well, dealing just with them down the road a, a little way. bit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I definitely have some of those. I think September is a good time to commit to therapy if you haven't already been doing it. It's the time to just deal with your problems, get a new perspective on them, stop trying the same thing that's not working. I feel like people often think therapy is about just talking about your emotions in a stream of consciousness way. And it is about that too. But it is so satisfying to have someone whose entire job it is to help you work through some really specific challenges
1: or issues or just like things you can't sort of work out on your own or with your group chat now's a good time to try BetterHelp. That's that's exactly it. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists any old time you want to. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash a thing or two today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash a thing or two. Thank you so much for supporting the sponsors who help us bring this show to you for free every week. Hi,
3: I'm Bethany, and I'm Anthony Garcia, and this is the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. In this day and age of filters and heavy editing, we believe in sharing the real and raw parts of marriage, parenthood, and real freaking life that often get filtered over. Every week, we share next level, real life confessions from our audience. You'll either feel seen, highly entertained, or maybe even both. Come hang with us and catch a new episode every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss a single confession
1: should we bring Ellen on? Oh my gosh, we should. So Ellen Van Dusen, if you do not know her, is one of our very favorite designers. She created the third ever of a kind edition, like in 2010 and many thereafter. She makes so many beautiful home things from towels to bedding to aprons to this kitchen timer that I am obsessed with. You also need to see her home, which we'll clearly talk about and link to in the show notes. And she just has delightful and really interesting taste. And we can't wait to hear what she has to say.
3: Hi, Ellen. Hi. Thanks for being
4: here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my Um, gosh.
1: I love being able to see your background and it just feels so extremely you and your (laughs) outfit and like just just like this picture that we're getting, this little rectangle, it just feels extremely you in a way that I'm just obsessed with right now.
3: (laughs) I, I think also proud to say we've seen so many of your living situations because we remember the first time we ever met you, we came to your apartment in 2010.
4: Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I do remember that when I had my like very junky studio in my apartment. Yes, it was we, amazing. We forget,
1: I remember. <laughs> that was like twenty ten was all about junky studios and apartments. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: And then you made us backpacks for Avakind that lived in Erica's coat closet in Dumbo, right? Isn't that where we stored
1: them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's That's where we shipped them from. Mm
3: -hmm. And Thomas, I think I've
1: told you this, but Thomas still carries that backpack to the beach like three times a week. But that um, is so
4: flattering. That is so flattering. It shows up at the
1: Rockaways, mo- yeah, every week. Wow, basically. that's amazing.
4: Yeah. I remember dropping those off. I like hand carried them to your apartment in Dumbo. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, I love it. I love this for
4: us. What are you working on these
3: days? What's What's the big the big deuce and deuce and rollout that's happening?
4: Oh man, well we have some exciting stuff in the pipeline for holiday. Mm. Lots of new robes coming out in the Ooh. next month, which I'm very
1: excited about. I can
3: tell you, I don't think robes are slowing down anytime soon. They picked yeah, up know. during the pandemic and people yes. just can't get
1: enough. Well, because I think people also like realize the value of a good robe.
4: Yes. Yes. Being comfortable is very important. Uh, one of my number one priorities in this life, being comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. That's
1: right. That's right. No sacrifices.
4: Exactly. (laughs) all right so we got
3: some we got some deuce and deuce and robes coming down the pipeline
4: also in the pipeline to sort of double down on the comfort aspect of life which I find so important is I have a very exciting collaboration of slippers coming out in October (gasps) oh my god which I cannot wait for wow I mean
1: coming to in a thing or two gift guide guide near you for sure for sure for sure. Absolutely.
4: Well, cause for yeah, sure. you guys got the top secret sneak preview. <laughs> yeah. You, we you, know, we you know, we already know that. they've already been gift Those <laughs> Yes. In
1: fact, yeah. I tried them on. You uh, did. Oh yeah. God. And I was like, Oh, these are this, this is the sort of thing that makes me kind of wish I had a dog to walk. Totally. I mean, yes. They're perfect <laughs> a feeling for walking I rarely have. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. No,
4: they're, they're super comfortable and cozy. So yeah. Can't, can't wait for those. Good,
3: good. What else are you excited about besides Deuce and Deuce and stuff that's coming out?
4: Besides Deuce and Deuce and stuff, you mean like in my own life? Yeah, just like personally. <laughs> well, I am renovating a house upstate, which is you like
3: are sort of
4: taking over a lot of my brain
3: power. Which well, now I'm excited about that too.
4: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> really you. It's really fun. I I bought the house with my brothers.
3: Okay. So I love this.
4: love this. That's funny. So yeah, the three of us are, yeah, working on this house upstate. It's, and and my parents are architects. So like, you know, they're doing all the drawings and stuff. It's, it needs like a deep reno. So it's basically like a handmade house made by this artist who lived there. He lived there for like 40 years, kind of building it out on his own, including like, you know, he built the septic tank on his own, et cetera. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, it has a lot of quirks and we're continuing to add quirks. So it's going to be really fun when it's, when it's ready. It's been a long process.
3: That it was handmade by an artist makes me think of Where'd You Go Bernadette. Oh, it's, cool. it, it's really good. There's a movie too, which did not get high praise, but I enjoyed, but I the, enjoyed it too. the main character is She's an artist who hasn't worked in years because of a number of things, but part of that is that she's a mom now. But the thing she was known for at the height of her career was a house that she had built. Right, Erica? Am I yeah. remembering correctly? Yeah. Um, and it's like
1: San Francisco area, is that yeah, right? It's, like the- mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it's like Bay Area. Yeah. And there's some, I think, some eco aspects to it, and it's it is her sort of, you know, it is her work of art. It mm-hmm. is her life's work.
1: There's another. Wow. That sounds right up my alley. You and should Kate- Blanchett plays her in the oh, movie yeah. and does like oh, a really wow. good job of being like a little bit stony, uh-huh. but like very lovable also. Yeah. Yeah. You should watch it. It's, it's a really I good book. Will.
3: I'm going to write like, this down. Your home in Brooklyn is one of my favorite homes period. So I'm very excited for this upstate home. It's so special. Are you done with it? I always felt like you were never going to be done with it. So how could you possibly start another home? But I know that's not the right way to think about it.
4: It's pretty psychotic that I'm like taking on a new project at this scale, (laughs) but But you're good at it. But yeah, It's fun. I really think it's fun. I really think it's fun. I love, you know, making these decisions that are like permanent that Mm -hmm. are great, that are crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I really do enjoy that aspect of it. So so yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely not done with my Brooklyn place. Like this will be a forever work in progress.
3: Okay. It really is. It's like your work of art. I love it. It's really fun. And it's
4: like a great opportunity to work with designers that I mm-hmm. love, you know, sort of being like the, the way that I like to work with designers is like, I need a light fixture, like do whatever you want. Love it. Absolutely
3: love it. Did you bring some thingies for us to share?
4: I sure did. Good. How to begin? Well, we sort of we sort of already touched on one of my thingies, which Please. is which is being comfortable physically. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like like Strong many wreck. people. Yes. Like many people during the pandemic, you know, I sort of focused a lot on physical comfort in the home and It's impossible to sort of exit that mentality now that Mm. I've experienced this like peak level of comfort. So for me, it was like important for me to create products that could like really be about this like peak comfort experience where you also still looked cool and good Mm. and presentable. So that was like that. I feel like took up a lot of my brain space during the pandemic. So like I made sweatsuits, I Mm -hmm. made robes now like we talked about i'm i'm working on those slippers which i'm excited about but but yeah both both inside and outside the home i'm all about
1: being comfortable what are the things you used to suffer through that you will just no longer suffer through
4: well high waisted pants that was the first thing that i thought of
3: too <laughs> I mean, the question yes. was not for me, but I was like, what would my answer be? And I was like, heels. And I was like, no, I'd given those up a while ago. The high-waisted yeah. pants.
4: Yes. Yeah, like, why? Like, why be uncomfortable when you sit down? It's like, it's why, just not worth why it. Why
3: torture your crotch in that way?
4: Yes. that's just or your waist. It's not good for yeah. you. It's not good for you. Like, if you spend any time thinking about your physical discomfort, you're like wasting. You're great. in the wrong place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know what? For me, high-waisted pants are just not a, I think for me, like a low rise is more uncomfortable. Yes. I and don't I feel like, like it's like yeah. a body shape thing. Totally. Yeah, totally. yeah. 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 But like a waistband should not be something you have to think about on a daily yeah. basis.
4: Exactly. Like you want to yeah. sit down and not be thinking about like how your pants fit or whatever. Uh-huh. You still want to look good. And yeah, like, yeah. there's, you know, obviously there's, there's ways to do that, but, but yeah.
3: I have some that are okay. But what I learned from a tailor recently is that I have a long torso, which I didn't know, and that that's part of why a lot of them are so uncomfortable on me.
1: Oh, interesting. Because
3: it's just, there's a lot of riding up when you sit down. Well, I think,
1: yeah, I think we actually learned, Claire, specifically that you have a long like belly button to crotch. Mm -hmm. ratio. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just a classically long belly button to crotch.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That measurement is long on me, for better or for worse. (laughs) I I hope it's actually a sign of me being highly evolved from a physical perspective, but I'm with you I have very little patience for it these days.
4: Yeah. I have a short torso. So mm. I feel like we probably have like weirdly similar issues with Probably. It.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It not hitting in the right place. Things just Yeah, not, exactly. yeah digging in weirdly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. What else? What else? Okay. So another one I have is my favorite Instagram follow. <gasps> oh, which yes. is fave TikToks 420. Have you guys ever? No. Wait, let me
1: look. I feel like I maybe have.
4: It's awesome. It's is, like, it tic- is
3: it all TikToks?
4: It's all TikToks. It's like someone has gone through and selected all the cringiest, like most painful TikToks and put them in this beautiful little package for you to peruse at your leisure without having to search them on your own on TikTok.
3: So are you on TikTok?
4: I okay, I tried. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. It's like not really natural for me, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, but but yeah, we're like working on it in the studio, but it's hard, mm-hmm. it's like a yeah. lot of work, and there's a big learning curve,
0: mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. for sure.
4: But it's becoming like a little easier. I feel like I just have to be like, okay, let go a little bit, like just <laughs> mm-hmm. eat, do embarrassing stuff. It's fine. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who yeah, cares? who cares? Who cares? Um,
1: I'm not following fave TikToks 420, I'm following a different 420 account of some sort but fave tiktoks 419 and fave tiktoks 421 show up yes yeah, also just like means same. that clearly Holy there's shit. a market for this
4: oh, that's that's amazing that's well amazing. it's
3: it's like when meme accounts first started and there was beige cardigan and brown cardigan oh. remember <laughs> there probably really? still are both of those and it was like i think they both accused the other one of ripping each other off oh it was that's, a whole so thing. Yeah. that's so tremendous. funny yeah tremendous Tremendous. But yeah, fave TikToks. Oh, here's fave TikToks. Okay, actually, okay. So the bio of fave TikToks 419 is just Stan account for fave TikToks 420 <laughs> remakes. Oh,
4: amazing. Oh, okay. So cool. that's yeah. Oh my god, I should I should dabble in that.
3: The best unintentional art of this generation. I look at TikToks. So you don't have to. That's a quick follow. Okay, it's, I'm it's in. It's great. It's great. I'm it's totally like, in.
4: It's like Gen Z voyeurism, mm-hmm. but. In mm-hmm. a way where you're like, thank God I'm not part of this. Yes. Like,
2: <laughs> yes.
4: I'm so happy I didn't grow up with social media. Yeah. It's like, it's like mostly male thirst traps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. 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 Such Such a joy. Just, just so, so funny, self-serious. Like it's, it's a delight. It's a
1: delight.
3: The thing that I'm realizing about TikTok, it took me a really long time to get into it. Like I would open it and I would just close it and I'll no, I'll probably never produce content for it, but I was surprised that as a consumer, I wasn't into it. And mm-hmm. then eventually I figured out that that's where all the best Harry Styles concert footage is. So now I'm super in because I oh, changed the algorithm awesome. to give me that. But that's it's awesome. the thing that I've realized about it is that On Instagram, I always say, like, we're all on the same internet because so many people within our demographic, like, all see the same shit over and over again, right? And it feels like it's just this echo chamber. Not Mm -hmm. at all the case with TikTok. Like, I told a friend of mine that I had gotten super into it. She was like, oh, have you gotten into the hoof cleaning videos? And I was like, excuse? And she was like, hoof cleaning videos? Uh, Just videos of people cleaning their horses' hooves. Oh, my God. (laughs) How would she think that that's something you would naturally just fall into? I don't know, but she's super into it. And I was like, no, I exclusively watch military homecoming videos and Harry TikTok concert footage. And that is all it sends to me. And I love it.
4: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I get sucked in from time to time. Mm -hmm.
1: What else are you excited about?
4: Okay. Exotic silverware.
1: Okay. Tell us more.
4: Okay. I have been in this silverware moment for years now. I have where I am just desperate to find interesting silverware, which unfortunately is very hard to find. I feel like it's a corner of the design world that like hasn't been explored by our generation of designers, Mm. which is very sad. But part of it is that like making silverware, you have to like really commit. You have to make a lot yes. of silverware mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. to move forward with it. But I have all these like saved eBay searches for certain designers like from the 80s. And as a result, none of my silverware matches each other.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love. Um,
4: but that's fine. But that's fine. But my all-time favorite is this David Tisdale set it's called his picnic flatware.
1: David Isdale is, picnic.
4: Yes. This is, it's from the eighties. It's just so,
1: oh, so wow. This fun. is so up your alley,
4: Ellen. I know. I know. I'm like, I couldn't have created something better in my mind, but
1: I think. Holy I cow. Like yeah. So do you like own like eighties colors with like, you know, a green handle and up of a knife and like a purple blade.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, it's so rare to find color in flatware at all. So this is really good. I do have a set. I have a set, a blue set. So it's, it's all blue with like silver, you know, the fork spoon knife part is all silverware, Eri- silver work,
3: silver. Erica, what's that line of baby dishes that is like, oh, feels loosely yeah. inspired by this. Ahimsa. Ahimsa. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. Cool. Ahimsa. I'm going to write that down. It's like right. it's it, it it feels, yeah, <laughs> you will be into it, Ellen. it's 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 like oil spill metallic colors.
4: Oh so is what fun. it is.
3: It's really fun.
4: Baby dishes. Oh, yeah. oh my God, so fun. Yeah, like why why? You could be using this little cup as
1: like a little cocktail glass or something. There's oh, no reason God. why yeah, that couldn't so be. Cute. It's very much a tumbler. It really yeah. is A I snack love that. bowl like, yeah, there's also iridescent blue. Oh, the blue is pretty good.
4: Wow. it has this like nostalgic vibe too from yes,
1: like kind of, yes. Well, age. And
4: like oily stickers. Did you guys have? Of course we had oily there?
1: stickers. Yes.
4: Yeah. Those of are the most valuable yeah. stickers you can get. Yeah. <laughs> <totally>. <laughs>
3: they do it has oily sticker vibes. I, the other thing I thought you were going to say were those t-shirts that when you put your hand on them, they change color, like they change color uh-huh. with heat. I do love that stuff. I yeah, do love that stuff. Those were great. And,
4: actually a friend of mine made a clothing line recently where she like somehow found that fabric and like made a bunch of like dresses and tops using it.
3: Incredible. Stop. It was only a matter of time. I know it's called like color, hyper color, hyper color,
0: hyper color. That was it. Yes. 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 That was so hyper color. Oh my so God. Cute.
4: <laughs> but like sort of a, I, I love the concept, but like Do you want to draw attention to your like warm areas?
1: (laughs) This is absolutely why it's for children. Yeah. 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 (laughs) They don't really sweat yet. They like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's right. That's right. It's for prepubescent people for sure. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) Would you ever design silverware? Yes, I would.
4: I have like, I actually have a design ready to go. I'm just like trying to figure out how to make it happen.
1: Okay. What's the ergonomic design process like for silverware?
4: Okay. That's a really good question because I don't really know, which is why (laughs) I must partner with someone that knows how to work with metal and like three dimensional objects. Like all my stuff is flat. So, so the second you enter the third dimension, I'm like, I don't understand what's going on anymore. Mm
1: -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I hope when you launch it, it's the like email, something about you entering the third dimension. Oh I like my god. That's such a good idea. That's such a good idea.
3: <laughs> Do you how concerned are you with how satisfying it is to use? Very oh, because, okay.
4: because actually that David Tisdale a silverware that I have like really doesn't feel good mm-hmm. in your hand or mm-hmm. in your mouth. Like it's it's so like perfectly geometric, but mm-hmm. but that doesn't exactly like jibe with the way your mouth is shaped or whatever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you I'm want something that's satisfying to hold, that's satisfying in your mouth, and also that is effective at scooping stabbing up stabbing food. food. Yes, scooping, yes. scooping yes. Food. stabbing, all of yes. that. Yeah. Yes, some totally. some things just aren't. Yeah. Well, yeah. I look forward to you finding someone who will produce this for you in tons of units. Cause that was, we had this issue. We always wanted to sell dishware of a kind. And it's kind of the same issue where you have to stock so much of it because oh people God, want yeah. sets of dishes and then they want to replenish it when one breaks. And it's like, it's a commitment
1: to do anything in that, in the dining space. The yeah,
4: totally. Totally.
3: Thank you so much to Lush Brands for sponsoring today's episode. I get so many questions about curly hair care, obviously, because that is what curly haired women do is we all ask each other what the other one is doing.
1: And hair notes.
3: Yeah. And Erica, you've been there when I'm like, well, you do this product first and then that product second. But. Only do it you second, to if you're doing to a, second. a
1: tiny bit, yeah. but then this and that and the other.
3: And then this product or third and fourth, but you have to mix them together, but you have to mix the gel before, you know, that has to be the first one. It's always such a thing. That is why I was so excited to hear about Lust brands. They have this whole three-step system and their styling product is like four different styling products in ones. So you're not doing that crazy apothecary mixing in your bathroom. And it really works. I really like this stuff. I have good hair days with this stuff.
1: Less Brands is all about helping each person embrace and love their unique waves, curls, kinks, and coils. Their simple three-step system includes shampoo, conditioner, and that all-in-one styler, which does the job of leave-ins, mousses, and styling custards. Plus, Less Brands products are free from harsh ingredients and are dermatologists tested and improved and will improve the health of your hair over time. We love Less Brands, and we're not the only ones. See for yourself why they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. Right now, our listeners get 15% off their first purchase of $50 or more, but only when you go to lessbrands.com and enter the promo code a thing or two. That's L-U-S brands with an S dot com and the promo code a thing or two.
3: From September 23rd to 30th, LUS is celebrating their fifth birthday with a huge sale
1: by giving you up to 15% off site-wide. Don't wait. Get 15% off with the promo code a thing or two at lessbrands.com. Thank you so much to Nutraful for sponsoring today's episode. Clary, I, I haven't mentioned this too, but the other day I was like, I was brushing my teeth or getting ready for mm-hmm. bed or something. And the light hit my like head in a way where I could, I don't know, I just felt like I could just like see scalp, like mm-hmm. sort of like mm-hmm. peeking through kind of at my hairline. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I just had more feelings about it That's than a very
0: feelings heavy thing.
1: Yeah. And it's like, of course there's like the physical of it being like, wait, Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to have to think about hair thinning and I don't want to have to like, but also it's just that, like the things that change over time and the things that change as we get older. And like you and I talked a lot when we were, when we turned 30 about how suddenly you have these like weird random stray hairs on your Mm -hmm. face. And you're like, wait (laughs) for the rest of my life. Now I, this, this is like a thing. Like, no, like I'm going to have to pluck this hair. That's always going to come back. Like why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, so now I now can't not hair. see, like, I can't not like look when I'm in the mirror, which uh, is- It's
0: just a thing yeah. you carry around
3: with you all yeah. the time. And something you used to take for granted. To, and now you're like, oh, I have to worry about
0: this. It feel, It brings up all sorts of feelings. And you know what? Naturally over half of women will experience hair thinning in their lifetime. So this is a thing, but just so many people, and I think women especially don't realize that. And so everybody just sort of suffers in silence thinking they're alone. Not everybody has, you know, a me to tell about it. For example, (laughs) NeutraFall, the clinically effective natural supplement brand that we both use is looking to normalize female hair struggles through shedding the silence. Hair thinning, shedding, and poor hair quality can have deeper personal and emotional effects beyond just your physical experience. NeutraFall is inviting you to share your story about hair thinning. By sharing our personal stories, we can unburden hair struggle stigma. Let's talk about it. Your hair story could help another woman. Join the conversation at shedthesilence.com. That's shedthesilence.com.
3: What else? What else you got for us? Tile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk to to us about tile. tile.
4: I'm obsessed with tile. I'm in a deep tile moment in my life. Partially because I'm renovating this place upstate, but also partially because I recently tiled my whole backyard and it looks oh
3: my gosh. I want you to really drag fun. the computer out there right now and show us. It's I think really, we talked well, about this a long time ago and you told us you were gonna do it. Yes.
4: Yeah, it's really fun. I, I hired a, a friend of mine who's an artist, this guy Matt Chambers, to to do the whole thing. He has mosaiced his entire house. Like Whoa. he lives in Montana. And yeah, he, he has this house where literally every, every floor in the whole house has this like crazy mosaic tile. So I had him come out here and do my backyard. And it's this like very psychedelic, like crazy, like mishmash, hodgepodge of ideas. He had like eight, I feel like he had probably eight people come out and they would all kind of like work on their little area. And then in the end, they kind of like wove it all together in a, really, in a really fun way.
3: And did he make all the tiles? So the tiles were, so
4: when you buy broken tile for mm. mosaics, it's like, you know, much, much cheaper than, than buying unbroken tile. Mm-hmm believe it or not.
1: If you can fathom, yeah.
4: (laughs) I'm blanking on the name of of where we got the majority of the tile, but it was like a a Mexican manufacturer. It's like kind of terracotta tiles in really bright colors. And then he also got some from Heath. Mm. So Heath has this program where you can buy a box of like random broken tiles for $15, which is amazing because usually their tile is so expensive. So he got like, he got a bunch of boxes from Heath and then, yeah, just, like, went to town sort of, like, without a plan, which was cool.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I want people to mosaic their floors with Heath or something, these Heath tiles, like, their bathroom or something. It's yeah. such a good idea.
0: Yeah. yeah,
4: totally. Yeah, there's, like, I mean, I, I did some little areas, too. But I feel like my areas, when I look out there, I'm like, God, why would I do that? And, then <laughs> and everything else, I'm like, oh, it's incredible. But, yeah, there's, like, a slice of pizza out there. No there's, way! My dog is in there. Snips. Uh, yes, yeah, Snips is in there. What else? There's a tulip. There's like a sunflower. There's cool. All kinds of crazy fun stuff. So, and what
3: color is the it, the
4: grout? The grout is like black. So okay, he, oh, I like it. He, yeah, he got a dark grout, but then also mixed in black dye.
3: Okay. So we don't worry um, about the dirt, obviously.
4: No, we don't okay. worry about the dirt. And and yeah, the the color, the, the black makes all the colors really pop too. You also but designed some tiles. I did. I did.
1: Um, and they were in somebody else's backyard. I can't remember whose, but they were, that was an amazing vibe too.
4: Oh yeah. That was really fun. That was my friend, Molly Bernard. She, yeah, she tiled, she, she used to live in an apartment in like Prospect Heights, and she tiled her kitchen using those tiles, which mm. looked awesome. And then yes. she moved to a new place and was like, I got to take the tile vibe with me. So then I she she tiled her
3: yard. It looks awesome. And you did tiles with concrete collaborative. Are those the tiles yes. that she used? Yes. Okay. Yes. Those were amazing. Yeah. Love those. those were really fun. Those Love were really fun. Those.
1: Is there any place else you're looking for at for tiles these days that you're excited about?
4: Yes. Absolutely, because because I'm doing this house right now, I'm like so deep in all this sourcing stuff. Uh-huh, you know?
1: uh-huh, uh-huh.
4: But I'm really excited about these tiles from Fire Clay Where so, for one of the bathrooms in the house, we're doing like a crazy mosaic layout, not with with full tiles, not broken tiles. Mm-hmm. But my brother Henry, who I'm like working on the house with, is a coder, and so he coded a program to like create randomized patterns for each of the walls so like for each of the shapes of the walls he has like a separate like Stop. you know situation and so every time you refresh the page it gives you a new pattern so we chose different patterns from his program and then like basically sent it to fire clay and then they made a mosaic version they like matted the whole thing Incredible. and made a made a mosaic version of the of the patterns the it's audience. sounding
3: more and more like where'd you go Bernadette you're definitely going to need to read it <laughs>
4: yeah I can't wait I can't wait but <sighs> I also got some glass tile which I'm really mm. into. Oh. it's so like fresh looking I got it from this place called Oasis tile that I found on the internet what color I got like a a sea green mm. and and a blue nice how yeah. are you using that? So that's going to be in another bathroom. So everywhere in the bathroom, is going to be that sea green color, except the shower, which like floor walls, etc., cetera, will be the blue.
1: Love this color blocking that mm-hmm. we're getting. It's very fun. It's very fun.
3: What are your favorite colors these days?
4: Oh, that's such a, that's such a hard question. Yeah. I understand. But I think I'm in a green moment. Like I was in a yellow moment for a really long time, mm. specifically like when I was designing this house. So mm-hmm. like there's so much yellow in the house. <laughs> I still love it. Still, mm-hmm. still a big yellow fan, but, but yeah, now, now I've noticed I'm gravitating way more towards green.
1: You're yeah. wearing green, for example, I I am a lovely green. grass green. Yeah. I am wearing yeah.
4: green. And then, yeah, you'll see, like I was going through the, I've been like, you know, almost on green for a while but you can see like over here, I have my, Mm -hmm. my yellow and green chairs. And then Mm -hmm. like that, that shelf is like the same, same green. So good. Do you have one last thingy for us? I'm really into birds right Mm -hmm. now, which is like my, I, I come from a family of birders and I was always like, this is so boring. Like we would go on trips and to go see birds. They'd be like, oh, there's I an see. owl in this town. Like, let's drive to the town. Let's drive three hours, look at the owl, and then turn around. And I'd be like, this, <laughs> is, this is my absolute hell.
1: Yeah. So weird that a child wouldn't be into that.
4: <laughs> right? But but yeah, I feel like I've gotten into birds, like, through a weird route. Like, one of my favorite painters is Anne Craven. I don't know if you guys are familiar with no. her work. But I just, like, she paints these birds, like, at a huge scale, And they're so beautiful. And I've been just like obsessed with the idea of like living with one of those paintings for a long time. So I feel like that was sort of like my first sort of foray into, into being interested in birds. And then my dad got me a bird feeder during the pandemic. So like, you know, I was sitting in my kitchen, just like looking out and seeing all these birds come and snack, you know. New York City wildlife at its finest. How do you um, make
3: sure that, that that your bird feeder doesn't contribute to a rat problem? That's such a good
4: question. In my backyard, we have feral cats, mm-hmm. so we have so they're they fighting rat the issue. rat problem. Yeah, they're yeah. they're doing the work. They're okay. doing the work.
1: I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you have employees. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> exactly.
4: Exactly. But but that is that is a good question. I know that like one of my neighbors across the street has a problem with that.
3: Yeah, because it does mm. sound so nice, and then I just think about all the rats it would attract when the. Birds I really want a hummingbird yeah. feeder. That's mm. my. Mm-hmm. That's
1: yeah. That's the thing I want.
4: That would be Humming awesome bird
1: feeders. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Invite those birds over. You know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What kind of birds are you getting in your backyard? So we
4: get a lot of sparrows.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Not a big sparrow fan. We get some cardinals, which are really mm. fun. Cardinals and blue jays. Those are my. You know, it's always exciting to see those love the colors, obviously. Occasionally we get some woodpeckers, Mm
3: -hmm.
4: which is very fun. Sometimes we get a red-winged blackbird, which are really cool. Mm -hmm. They're like mostly black, but then on their wings, like here, they have like a little spot of red and yellow. Mm -hmm. Those are awesome. And then I so I was like getting into birds, getting into birds, and then I was asked to be part of the show at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. Of artists made birdhouses, which was really exciting because I was like, "Oh, all all points lead to here." (laughs) I've been thinking about birds so much, and now I get to make a little house for a bird. So through that, I ended up doing like a lot of research on birds too, because I was like, "Oh, how does a bird?" like to live. Mm-hmm. Like what about what are they looking for in a house? house? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause like, if I'm going to make a bird house, I obviously want a bird to live in it. You know, yes. that's like my, <laughs> my <laughs> most important qualifier for the design. Is Like make sure the bird is comfortable. Right. Yeah. Like, like
1: hospitable. Yeah. like yeah. us, you yeah. gotta be
4: comfortable, but yeah, learned a bunch of cool, like weird facts about birds throughout the process. Like Different, different kinds of birds will only enter a birdhouse if the hole is the right size and shape. Wow. So like a duck will only go into an oval-shaped hole. Hmm. Whoa. And like, isn't that weird? Yeah. It's so weird. I don't know why, but I just know that little snapple did fact. It.
3: Have you completed your project yet, your birdhouse project? Yeah. And yeah. what type of a bird did you have in mind for this birdhouse
4: so I was thinking I wanted a downy woodpecker to mm. to nest in my birdhouse, and they're they're like these little tiny woodpeckers. They're like this big, and so they're really specific about what they want to nest in. So like, the the hole to get into the house was like an inch and a quarter, something like mm. that, which mm. is tiny. It's so, so small. tiny, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're really specific about the size of the space that they'll nest in. So hmm. it had to be like nine inches tall by four inches deep or whatever. So
3: do you think you'd ever produce this birdhouse? I
4: am very tempted. Like yeah. I'm pretty happy with the way it came out. And it's been like it's been so fun. I did it in the shape of a bird. So it looks like a downy woodpecker.
3: Wow. I think so you yeah, we... should. I think people yeah. would buy it. It's I think fun people to want this. A
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's only yeah.
3: we did we did a roundup of birdhouses at one point. And the one like really strong one was this one that MoMA Design Store sells. That's like a Mondrian inspired birdhouse. Oh, that's really I, love good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that there was like a glut of really cool birdhouses on the market. I think there's room mm-hmm. for a Deuce and Deuce and birdhouse for sure. Yeah, I yeah I want
4: to do it. I want to
1: yeah. do it. <laughs> I mean, Holiday
4: '23. You know, yeah, Deuce and exactly. Deuce and birdhouses. Yeah. yeah, so true. So true. Could be really cute.
1: Ellen, this was delightful. Thank you so much for coming on and for talking to us and for just having such good taste and being interested in so many things.
4: Oh my God. Thank you guys so much. I love talking about stuff. So this is like my, my favorite kind of conversation.
1: Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) That's the show.
2: Hi, Clarica. Okay. So I'm very back, I'm backtracking. I'm listening to the old episode about making small talk. And Claire, you're saying you don't know what to talk to other parents about, and I sympathize as another parent really does. But I have found that almost a surefire way to get other parents talking is to discuss what an asshole your child is. Because no matter what age your child is or how much you love your child, your child is still an asshole. And I find that I find my other parenting friends when I say something along the lines of, Oh my God, my kid is such an asshole. They just did X, Y, Z. And my people are the ones who respond with, no, let me tell you what my kid did. They're also an asshole. And then the people who aren't my people, they look aghast. They can't believe it. And that's fine because I just sort of think like mental note moving on won't find you at the next event. So best of luck. I'm sure Cam is only sometimes an asshole and also, I'm sure that Cam is sometimes a really big asshole. So anyway, that's my advice.
1: This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Allie Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at athingor2hq.com, too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at athingor2hq.com.